welcome to Best Laid Plans. This is your host, Sarah Hardunger, and this is the podcast where we talk all things planning and planning adjacent. Today is a little bit of a product-heavy episode for you. We are entering into the summer, but we are also nearing the midpoint of the year, and there are some of you who may be looking to dive into a new system for July, whether that is a daily planner that is a six-month situation like we'll be talking about later in the episode, or maybe you've just found that you're not having planner peace with your initial 2022 system and feel ready to try something new. As I went through my current planner stack in the last episode, I really do feel like I found a really nice rhythm right now, but I may be doing some experimentation with my daily in particular beginning in July, as we'll talk about in the latter half of this episode. So I thought this would be a great time to talk about the Erin Condren Daily Duo that I finally ordered after they've offered it for a couple of years, and I've been super curious. But first, as always, we will begin with our planner piece segment. This one comes from Heather, and it is long, but I'm going to include the details because I think they're incredibly valuable. And I think she's a great illustration of someone who has really put a lot of thought into her system and is now reaping the benefits. All right. She writes, I have loved using planners since I was in fourth grade and have tried many different formats. Before my most recent system, I used to do bullet journaling and really liked how I could finally create spreads and pages exactly how I wanted them. However, with a demanding full-time job and twin toddlers, I found that I did not have time to first create those pages and also use them. But then I heard about the Agendio planners from your blog, and I love these. They are amazing. I could customize the pages to exactly what I needed and then didn't have to spend all that time creating the templates every month, week, and day. At first, the planner builder on Agendio's site can seem a little overwhelming, but if you take the time to really maximize all of its benefits, it can truly create the perfect planner for you. I think it did help that I had come from a bullet journal, so I had an idea of the different layouts and sections I wanted to create. I like having a monthly, weekly, and daily paid, plus some collections at the end, so I actually just got a six-month planner at a time, January to June, and then July to December. I can color code each month's tab and pages to the color I choose. I can add in all of the birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays that I want, and they have a huge selection of holidays from around the world, as well as from many of the world religions, so I like that inclusivity that they offer as well. And all of these are saved for you, so you don't have to add them in each time you order a new planner, but I can adjust it and add in more, like when a new niece or nephew is born when I order a new planner. Customizations I've made to my monthly spread are to include a monthly chores list, a monthly goal, a place to record four monthly highlights of the month, and notes for the next month. In addition to my weekly schedule, my weekly spread also has a place for each day's weather, exercise, meal plan, and a currently section where I can record what I'm reading, watching, listening to, and top news headlines. I also have a weekly goal, a shopping list, and a note section on my weekly spread. My daily pages have both a daily schedule, a place for my quote of the day, my mindfulness tip of the day, my top task, work to-do list, and home to-do list. It also has a section where I can put my fun birthday, anniversary, holidays, and wacky holiday stickers. Then after the six months of my monthly, weekly, and daily spreads, I have sections in my planner for habit tracking, scheduling the next year for long-term planning into 2023, seasonal bucket list ideas, contacts list, reading log, board game log, and a note section for other things that come up. 
And by getting a new planner every six months versus a year, I can make any tweaks I need as life changes. While it is a more expensive planner, if you really take advantage of all the customization, I think it is very reasonably priced for what you get out of it. And this value grows when you reorder a new planner that still has all of your previous templates and modifications. So all of that work is already done. And it is great to have every spread be exactly what I want it to be and not have to awkwardly adopt or jerry-rig already existing templates to try to fit what I want, which also saves me time as well. I also created a journal from the Agendio notebooks with sections to jot down daily highlights, notes from my nonfiction reading, devotions, and prayer requests. I have also started using the Cultivate What Matters power sheets for more strategic goal planning, though I am very much looking at their new 90-day version as the one-year book is a little too big for me, and Anne Bogle's My Reading Life journal. But again, my Agendio planner is really my workhorse that keeps my life on track. Lastly, the other tool that really brings me planner peace are Pilot Friction Ball Slim 038 Extra Fine Point Erasable Pens. They come in 20 colors so I can color code to my heart's content, have a very fine point so I can write small, and they really do erase very well. Now, if a meeting is canceled or moved, I can easily change that in my planner without it getting too messy or difficult to read, and I don't lose any sticky notes or need anything written in boring pencil. These have been a game changer. Wow, what an amazing submission. First of all, Heather, I have to just compliment you and thank you for taking the time to write out this detailed log of your planner piece. Second, I almost feel like I need to have you on the podcast because I am so intrigued by all of the things you have done with your agendio. I feel like you've combined sections from like 20 different planners that resonate with you and created one amazing powerhouse book that does it all. And I'm totally impressed. I also did not realize that Cultivate had 90-day versions because I knew they had six-month versions, but maybe the 90-day is something new that I'll have to check out. Although personally, I kind of enjoy having it all in the big one-year book. And I think it's great that you're using the My Reading Life book journal as well. And then lastly, this is a very timely mention of the Pilot Friction Pens. I think it was a lot in response to the listener asking about mistakes last week, but several of you mentioned Pilot Friction, and I have just ordered my first pack to try, although I don't think I ordered these exact ones she mentioned, nor did I order the ones that another blog reader noted, so maybe I'll have to order even another pack to try if these don't work out. And I will report back with my own pen test and let you know how they might work for smudge-prone left-handers just in case that applies to anyone else. But wow, thank you so much for this comprehensive planner piece submission, Heather. And please, everyone, keep them coming. I love hearing about what brings you planner peace. All right, we are going to take a quick ad break, and then I am going to get into my review of the Erin Condren Daily Duo. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Jenny Kane. I love Jenny Kane, and I hope you love shopping there to support the show. When you do, visit JennyKane.com and use code PLANS for 15% off your first order. We are now well into spring, and there's no better time to shop for beautiful cotton sweaters that can take us right into the next season. And definitely take a look at their dresses. They have so many pretty ones. I'm obsessed with the day dress. It's so classic and versatile. Plus, everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. All of their sweaters and tops pair with jeans, work pants, and more, and can be styled to fit practically any occasion. Find your new spring uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code PLANS at checkout. 
That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code PLANS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Today's episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Factor is sponsoring this episode with an awesome discount code PLANS50 to give you 50% off your first month and 20% off the next. Trying out our sponsors helps keep the show going, and I think this is a wonderful time to give it a try, given that it's always a busy season. Factor offers no prep and no mess meals that are tailored to your wellness goals. They offer multiple options from protein plus to plant-based to keto and many more. No matter what your health goals are, you can keep kitchen time to a minimum while enjoying healthy and delicious meals with premium ingredients with Factor. You can get started feeling great and fueling well now by giving them a try. Head to factormeals.com slash plans50 and use code PLANS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PLANS50, P-L-A-N-S 50, at factormeals.com slash PLANS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I am back and I bring to you, unfortunately, as you know, this is a podcast. We do not have video. Maybe someday there'll be some sort of video, I don't know, compliment to these episodes. But for right now, it's audio. So try to picture as best you can what I'm describing. But if you are interested in a really great visual review, Amanda's Favorites did a fantastic comprehensive view of all of the Erin Condren products that came out this season. And so that is a great place to start. She has a video that basically goes through all of them. And she includes a lot of the different colorways and versions that they offer this year as well. So if you want to see them in action, that is a great place to go ahead and do it after you listen to this episode. So what is the Daily Duo? The Daily Duo is a daily planner from Erin Conjun, and the reason it's called a duo is because instead of being in one book, it's in two. They made the very smart executive decision that with their thick, 80-pound, luxurious mohawk paper, the idea of creating a daily planner in one book was going to be very unwieldy and overly chunky, and I think it was very smart of them to divide it into two. Interestingly, you can only buy them together as a pair, so they don't really want you purchasing just six months worth. They want you to purchase it as a duo, and I guess that's where they came up with their name. I've never tried one, mostly because previously I was in Hobonichi's and that was generally meeting my daily planning needs, as well as I guess prior to that, I was also using the um, Wonderland 222 in 2021. And I have had some times when I've gone bullet journal or have gone without a daily. And as you know, lately I'm in the full focus and really, really loving it. However, I decided it was just time for me to give this particular planner a spin as I've been eyeing it for quite some time. And you guys know I truly love the paper that Erin Conran uses. It's just a pleasure to work with. Their colorful designs 
really add a touch of fun. And so I thought it might be kind of exciting to maybe do some bouncing back and forth between full focus and the daily duo. And so I ordered my first daily duo to try. This year, there were four different kind of color schemes to choose from. Now, keep in mind, there are many more covers to choose from from Erin Condren. And I don't know that everyone realizes, but there is almost infinite customization that you can do with covers on Erin Condren. I have one friend who is an Erin Condren devotee and she orders her planner every year during winter break. And she just likes creating a photo cover with photos of her family so she can look at those all year, which I totally understand the appeal of that. Other people really like to experiment with their kind of like flagship covers. And then there's a whole other, you know, there's artist series covers. Amanda's favorites featured Etta V's most recent cover, um, this beautiful kind of brushstroke floral painting that she said was her favorite of the year. And I can totally see why. But I decided to order from their kind of flagship cover line so that it would match the insides of the planner. And I chose the Harmony Neutral. Now, the four choices for this year were Harmony Colorful, Harmony Neutral, In Bloom, which is a very feminine floral look, and then Color Blend, which is a more minimalist color scheme that features blending of different colors in kind of a rainbow-like fashion. The Harmony Planners in both Colorful and Neutral feature a design that kind of looks like layered pieces of tissue paper slash washi tape. Shout out to my college roommate, Azusa, who is a designer who had a similar design back in 2009, I swear. Well, hers weren't really overlapping, but anyway, you heard it there first. Anyway, I don't think Erin Condren did use her work as inspiration, but it did strike me as so similar. And so I do have to mention that yet again. All right. So I chose the Harmony Neutral in part because I haven't tried a neutral planner from Erin Condren and also because the color scheme was just very, very appealing to me. I could see that they worked very hard to make the tabs really match with the scheme. And they are a lovely array of pastel yet very in-the-moment colors, ranging from kind of a muted berry to a millennial peach to a dusty kind of sage teal to a light periwinkle. I don't know. I'm probably not describing these in their official colorway names, but that's kind of what they look like to me. And it's just a very pleasing spectrum. And so I decided to order this one. There is some pretty kind of silver foiling on the cover as well. And I decided to customize mine with the words best laid plans. Usually I put my name on it, but I decided why not just put the name of my podcast because this is a book of the best laid plans. All right. So I ordered this. I did not receive any kind of package from Erin Condren. I do have a link you can use to order where I get a small um, commission, but there's no real coupon code that they've given me and I'm not officially an affiliate, at least not as of currently. I wouldn't rule out doing that ever, but I don't currently have that. All right, so I'm going to go through this planner. I chose the A5 size, which, by the way, is 5.8 inches wide by 8.3 inches tall. That is the smaller of the two sizes they offer. The other size is the 7 inch by 9 inch size. So that's, you know, not that much bigger, but a little bit bigger. The A5 um, is a tiny bit smaller than the full focus I'm using currently, um, although the full focus is smaller than 7 by 9. So I guess, you know, there's a whole spectrum of planner sizes. I don't find that I need tons of room on my daily pages, although that's sort of unfair because on my full focus, I often use that notes pages on the right. So we will talk about how that is going to not exist in this daily duo. So we'll see if that actually works for me. 
All right, so I chose the A5 size, and the price for two books is $68. In the 7 by 9 size, the price for two books is $76. I think this is actually pretty reasonable, particularly because you're getting two like very detailed, solid books out of the deal. And so if you're going to use it for the entire year, that's you know $34 per book. That's not bad. And sometimes they do have sales around certain times or you can find a coupon. If you're a prior planner user, usually they include a coupon for 15 or 20% off that you can use on your next planner. So this is certainly a higher end and higher priced planner, but I think reasonable for what you get. So flipping through, the cover is plastic. It snaps in, which is really interesting. I don't know that their covers always did that or whether that is something new, but that's helpful because the second book actually has a blank non-custom cover, which dismayed me slightly until I realized that I could just move my customized cover from one book to the other because it snaps in and out. And when I say it snaps in, it still feels quite secure. It doesn't feel like it's going to fall out. You kind of have to purposefully push it in and out of the rings for it to come. There's a whiteboard material on the back of this page. So someone could, I guess, write in wet erase markers if they had some kind of checklist they wanted to do each week. I don't find myself loving to write with whiteboard type things. Again, smudge life. But I know that some people are very into that. So that is available on the back page of the cover. Then there's a beautiful kind of vellum see-through page featuring the motif of the planner, which is these overlapping washi tape look, the harmony look. And then you get into the pages. There's a name page to begin with. And then there are six months that could be used in an open-ended fashion, um, a page with six boxes where you could put the name of each month, or perhaps you might put different realms of your life and goals that you have or you know, details about each trip or something about each member of the family. So you could really use these in any open-ended fashion because they are not labeled, which I think is a good thing. And then you have a small calendar featuring July through December, kind of small with lines underneath. And that's in a nice heavy cardstock with a tab that says 2022. And then you have your first monthly page tab, which is July. They do have motifs with little quotes on them, which I know some people love and some people absolutely despise. Like July's tab says, your potential to succeed is infinite. I like this design a lot more than some of their prior designs. It's just, I, it's like got an abstract look to it. It's very calming to me. I, I really, really like it. The fonts look similar to what they used last year in their flagship uh, mid-century circles planner. They maybe have some subtle differences, but they do look similar to me. And then you go into your first monthly spread. I will say the boxes on this calendar are a little small if I was going to be using for planning the months. And as you guys know, I love it when planners have lines on their monthly boxes and EC does not. I think they prefer the cleaner look, but there is a lined note section to the right if you wanted to put your monthly goals there. And then there's something that all Erin Condren weekly planners have that I've always appreciated, which is a dashboard page at the beginning of each month. This features a blank page on your left with lines on it, very light gray lines, very usable there. And on the right of very open-ended dashboard layout. There's a dot grid along the bottom. There's a little um, part where I love to put a little picture. And then there are little kind of like bullet lines. And it's hard for me to picture. I'm going to have to include a photo in my blog post for the week if you want to visualize this. But 
I love being able to just like kind of think through my month and what the highlights are and what I'm looking forward to. This would be a nice place to track reading for your month if you like to do that. And I've always thought that Erin Condren did their monthly dashboards very, very well. I also like how they carried over the washi tape theme onto this dashboard page in a nice, subtle, but inobtrusive way. It doesn't overlap with any of the boxes. So you have a clean space to write, but you still see that cute motif there. I am not someone that uses a lot of decorative planner stickers, so I don't mind when there are cute little touches on the actual pages themselves. And then you get into your daily pages. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to come off as slightly insane, but one thing that I didn't always love about the daily pages is that the pages have like a mirror image quality to them in that the date where it says one Friday is on the left of the left-hand side page and the right on the right-hand side page. And I think in my mind, I had thought the entire page was kind of like a mirror image like that, but it's not. It's just where they put the heading at the top. I would prefer if every page looked the same and they put that part on the left, but they must have had some design or aesthetics reason to keep it more balanced and have the left one be on the left and the right one be on the right. And since I recognize that the rest of the page layout is symmetric and the same page by page, I am not too terribly offended by it anymore. So the daily page features a very functional layout for me, fairly similar to the full focus, although backwards. In the full focus, you have the daily big three and then a little to-do list. And then on the right, you have your schedule. On the daily duo, your schedule is on the left and it goes from the hours of 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. with a blank space under 7 p.m. That's good enough for my purposes. Even though I do get up earlier than 6 a.m., there's nothing I really have to put on the calendar. I kind of know what my morning routine is. And then there is a to-do list section and underneath a blank section where if you're me, I'd probably put like my priority to-dos or some kind of notes in there. There's also a tiny little version of the month's calendar on the page so that you can orient yourself in the month. And again, there is a blank space under the to-do list. The to-do list itself contains something like one, two, three, four, five, 14 little to-do list squares. And then there's a little asterisk in the blank space, which is very Erin Condren themed and kind of a graphic that they are known for using. And the nice other very Erin Condren touch about it is that they carry the color theme for each month, even in these beautiful neutral tones throughout the daily pages so that there's little header lines in the color that matches the tab. For July, it's like a pink, dusty pink. August, it's a lavender. September, it's a more medium purple. October, it's a pale periwinkle. November, it's kind of a dustier blue. And then December is a like a taupe color. And again, I did choose the neutrals this time, and I really think they did a nice job with these colors. The one question for me and its utility for me personally is going to be whether there is really enough note space on these pages. Perhaps I could then augment with an additional notebook, but I don't really love the idea of adding another book to my roster after I felt so streamlined with my full focus and my Hemlock and Oak Weekly. So we will have to see if this is enough um, or whether I'm always grasping for a scrap paper to write notes on. But yeah, that's what the daily pages look like. And they do look quite functional and fairly similar to what I'm used to currently. So this goes on throughout the month. There is a blank page at the end of every week and it goes after Sunday. And I've heard some complaints in the planner community that they're upset that Friday and Saturday are not on the same 
spread, meaning Friday's on the left, Saturday's on the right, and then Sunday is on the left. For me, I don't mind this whatsoever because Sunday is kind of the day that I plan the week. And then the page on the right can be the page that I use to plan the week. So for me, this is totally inoffensive. Plus, I feel like it would be very weird if the week didn't start on the left-hand side. So I think Erin Condred did fine with this. (laughs) It does not bother me in the least. But apparently, there are some that were not super, super happy with this. All right. So this goes throughout the month. Again, blank page at the end of every week so that you're always starting the week on a Monday on the left side. And there are some holidays built in here. I see an Islamic holiday. I see Independence Day for July. I see, um, let's see what else is in July here. Well, not much else for July, I guess. Not a super holiday heavy month, but I think, you know, Erin Condren has I think really worked on improving its inclusivity over the years, in particular the last couple of years. And so you will probably see a number of world religious holidays included. And they also usually have some stickers in the back where they put additional days that you can add if they are something that you observe. All right. So that goes on throughout the months. And let's go to the back here because there are some extras, some really fun extras in the back of this planner as often come with Erin Condren. Yes. So here's a little list of, they call it heritage and awareness observances. This lists things like Dia de los Muertos. They they note the Transgender Day of Remembrance. They have the International Day of Peace. They have all kinds of days like that. Grandparents Day that might not apply to every single user of the planner, but at least they're there for reference and they acknowledge them. And then there are one, two sticker pages, beautiful neutral stickers with silver foiling that definitely are very functional and match the theming of this planner with the washi tape. I am not a big sticker user, but I actually think I would make an effort to use these stickers because number one, they're quite functional. And number two, they match this planner so well and they are so pretty. And then we have a very heavy-duty folder. The only issue with this folder is it is not a big folder. It is kind of, you know, it is a five size, so you'd have to fold a paper in half in order to fit. And then in the back of the planner is another kind of whiteboard style so that you could use that to write lists on. And then that's it. This planner is really manageable in hand. I'm really, again, glad that they kept the year divided in half. I think it would have been absolutely unwieldy as a yearly planner, but it really is a lovely package and I am excited to give it a try in July. So if you're a Daily Duo user or if it hasn't worked for you, please report back. I'm interested in hearing your experiences with this planner. If there is an interest, I can do another Erin Condren um, review, although I'm not planning on ordering one of their weeklies for this year. I feel like this has enabled me to get a good sense of what their design motifs look like. And I'm really, really happy in my hemlock and oak, so I don't necessarily feel like I need to dabble in any other weeklies right now. But yeah, let me know if there are other brands, maybe some under the radar brands you're interested in having me try. And please keep the planner piece submissions coming. All right. I will be back next week. It will be June. Very exciting with some more questions, some more discussions about maybe some thoughts on beginning and planning for the second half of our year. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy your planning process and have a wonderful week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.